What's shaking YouTube tonight? It's Thursday. That can only mean one thing. Tomorrow's Friday, and it's also <laughs> uh, Titans and uh, the cover. Well, it's three things, really. It's uh, so. oh, Titans and uh, Doom Patrol dropped. That's right. Oh, did it? Is new Doom yeah. Patrol out? All Third right. season. Man, maybe. my week is stacked. I got, I got, I, yeah. So I got Visions now on Wednesday. I got Ooh. all this other stuff. But hey, let's, we're getting carried you away, man. Them Welcome all, you to watch them all at once. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, man. There you go. No, I, I like to, you know, let them stack up a little bit. So, you know, because, you know, I try to stack them, slack them, jack them. I just finished all <laughs> seasons of The Wire in uh, two weeks. Dude, Ooh, that show, I don't know. We could do a whole. I love that week show. of shows I mean, on the wire. They should man. have continued on, man. That show the way they so... changed it from each perspective each season was just so cool, yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk about a show that would be an amazing comic book. Like, yeah. they, oh rest yeah, in peace uh, rest in peace to Omar, man. Rest in peace to Omar. Yeah, I think they showed it. They had a marathon on HBO because uh, the actor who played Omar had just passed away. Yeah, uh, but hey, I digress. Uh, why you guys are congregating? You guys, you need some music, right? You know, yeah, let's get this party started, man. Let's do the dang thing or whatever. Like, I had like 20 seconds. Do it live. Yeah, we'll I'm do sure. it live. Let's do it live. Say something. I, I love that one. I love. That I one. need. Love that I one. need that to get me going. Like, for sure. After a after a long day of work, just seeing the folks in the live chat, you know, coming out, listen to some music. Oh yeah! Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Shout out to my man uh, uh, J Two Ramirez holding it down with the wrench. Shout out to uh, Discover. Oh, Discover. <laughs> What's up? Like, oh, dude, dude I'm in the chat, man. I love the chat. He's you a know, jack of all trades, man. He can do show. I love it. I love welcoming everyone to the show, man. Yeah, uh, I will be on low grades tomorrow at seven p.m. Uh, Pacific. Uh, going to talk about some stuff, actually, and some uh, things. Going to talk about some things, man. Talk about that recent award show and what I what my Ooh. thoughts were. Since people keep on asking me about it, I will give you my thoughts and what I think should happen. And uh, and you know, uh, another thing is, I think uh, there's a lack of uh, OGs and big homies that people should be listening to in the community. And uh, but first of all. 
I'm going to do a long intro because I want to thank all the sponsors that were, took part of our 7,000 subs giveaway. This show is sponsored by Rocket Comics. Go to Rocket Comics for all your pressing needs, your first pressing order, 20% off either 100 or 200 books. Uh, just tell them the Lord sent you, and uh, they will hook you up. This show is sponsored, of course, by our friends at CoverPrice.com. All your price guides, collections, and trends, and how much does a subscription cost in the currency of meats? <laughs> A McRib. A McRib. <laughs> that was McRib. such an awesome answer. That uh, I, I, I love our, our viewers, man. Because yeah, they right off the top of that, they were like uncanny swag. Like, uncanny swag. McRib. <laughs> uh, the show is also sponsored by our friends at uh, KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in a KRS Comics exclusive. Uh, tomorrow, boom, another sneakerhead variant. Sexy, uh, sexy. This time, it's Venom. Look at those bad boys. This is, you get the uh, Virgin and the regular. Um, this follows up after this one. I think the Venom one will probably be a bit more popular. Miles, people love. The Spider-Man one took a while, while for the sale, but I think Venom is going to get uh, tons of love. This one was also on Fleek. Beautiful. Beautiful. The Tony Fleek oh, variant fine. that dropped. Um, also, uh, while we're at it, I know this is a really long time, but uh, I want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, MySlabs.com. Tired of paying 10%, 15% or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. That hits home so much because I recently I sold am. a uh, first appearance of Shang-Chi in 9.6. And, and the you... amount of fees that I paid for it. Uh, so MySlabs is 1% and the then you just you, worry about the PayPal fees. But my God. <sighs> the, and, and, you know, and... I meant, you know, I've I sold a seven hundred fifty dollar book. It cost me a hundred bucks. I don't even want to tell you how much I, uh, how many fees. I couldn't I imagine. For. Uh, it was it was brutal, man. So anytime there's other options out there, I'd like to share with you guys. But check out my slabs, man. They started in the comic, uh, the card world, uh, but now Ken is doing uh, the comic stuff. So uh, it's blowing up big, man. So I'll give you multiple options to sell your stuff. All I can tell you is, don't use eBay. <laughs> use anything but eBay at this point. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they don't make it attractive at all because I guess they're taking taxes out off the right off the top of the bat. I guess so you don't get the tax hit at the end of the year. But then they can when you see it, you're like, my God, that's a lot. You know, because at the end of the year, it's all bundled together with your taxes. But let's not get boring with the people. Anyway, JB, say what's good to the people. What's good, people? What's good, live chat? What's good, everybody watching us on the rewind? And if you are not subscribed to this channel, I must ask you. What the hell is wrong with you, man? Come on. You know you love this show. Tuesday nights, Thursday nights, Sunday nights. You're right here having a good time with us. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the thumbs up. Thanks for having me. It's a party in the live chat, y'all. Mm, Speaking cheers, of which, cheers. Mr. Bolo, say what's good to the people. Oh, what's going on, everybody? I got to tell you, I am more excited for this list, I think, than any list. <laughs> I, is there I, some foreshadowing? Some foreshadowing? <laughs> I can't believe how much this book went Man, for. Man, I know. I'm, an, I'm blown away. Anyway, Dark Side Jedi, awesome. say what's good hey, to the people. what's good, everybody? Thursday nights, you know what that means. A shake, shake, shakers list. Man, I love these lists. Got some good books. And uh, hey, I don't know if you're ready. I'm ready to let's get into yeah, this. Let's do this. Let's go. The, this is the cover price weekly comic book shakers, aka the Overlist. This comes from our <laughs> friends on Cover Price, focusing on new sales or the most interesting sales on their exclusive shakers list. And that's what I find more. Uh, what I like more about this list is the interesting ones, right? You know, every giant sales of Hulk 181, you know, everything like that. But it's the more interesting sales that really jump out. This list changes several times a day, so make sure to check it out and review some of the hottest trending books. As usual, at the end of the show, we'll go and see what's shaking today. But to get things started, let's go off. What do we got for the first one? Here we go. First one coming out the gate is Black Man Number 1. This is from Leader Comics Group back in 1981. And we covered this book back in March when raw copies jumped from an average of $200 raw to $1,175 raw. Uh, flash forward to now, and this book has since sold for $1,657, $1,500, and this week's most recent sale of $1,440. 
why is this book relevant and so highly sought after? As a refresher, Leader Comics Group was a Black-owned comic publishing company out of Maryville, Indiana, back in the early 1980s. And one of their goals was to publish materials with positive role models for minority youth. The short-lived company published one comic for the Dallas-Fort Worth test market, Black Men Number 1. It appears this book is relatively rare because there are only five total copies on the CGC census, with the highest being, and by itself, a 9.2. That is very interesting indeed. I have never very, very heard of this. Uh, which, speaking of, I mean, it reminds me of, uh, unfortunately, we just lost another uh, actor, uh, Melvin Van Peoples, uh, who's the son of Mario Van Peoples. Oh, if you know who he is, he was in uh, New Jack Hustler. I think he did a movie called like Sweet Back Mama Back Something. It was like, you know, it was back in the day when they did black exploitation films, but they weren't made by uh, black people. Mario Van, uh, Melvin Van Peoples was the first he independently uh, financed it, directed, produced it, acted in it, as well as distributed it. I mean, uh, that's incredible. Um, you know, so, you know, that kind of just thought I'd throw that in there. You know, yeah, New Jack City, he was uh, the, his son, Mario. Everybody knows his son, but nobody remembers his dad. But he was, uh, you know, a, a, one of the first film, black filmmakers that did everything independently. I mean, now you think about it, you know, you know, it's big. But you think back in the 70s, you know, man, that was unheard of. But yeah. uh, there you go, man. Black Man, number one from Leader Comics, 1981. This is one, another one. As I always say this every week, I have never seen this in my life. So uh, there you go. It even tells you right on the cover. It's a collector's issue. That's why you should go and get it. Yeah, I mean, come on. You, you should go. know if you see it on the cover. Yeah. All right. What do we got up next? All right. This is another tough one. We're talking about Contact Comics, number five from Aviation Press in 1945. The new Promise Collection pedigree keeps delivering some incredible books, and the sale of uh, and and the sale this week of a CGC 8.5 copy of Contact Comics number no. five was no exception. This rare World War II era cover by L. B. Cole has his trademark look and sold for a sky high seventy eight hundred dollars, beating out the prior record of this book of $900 for a CGC 5.0 from May of this year. With only eight copies on the census, this isn't a book you're going to come across very often, but this copy is miles ahead of any other book that has been graded to date, with the next closest being a 6.5. The combination of this unique pedigree and being the highest graded book was definitely the right mix to set this massive record. Contact Comics consists primarily of airplane-related covers, but we recommend checking out Contact Comics number 12 if you'd like to see one of L.B. Cole's most famous sci-fi covers, which is simply incredible considering it's from 1946. A 9.6 of issue number 12 sold in June, also from the same pedigree, with an astounding price of $63,000. You know what? Let's... uh... Put a pin in that and go. I want to see Contact Comics number 12 when we go to the list at the end of the show. All right. Remind me when we go over to Shakers because wow. now I want to see the yeah. sci-fi. Because I mean, I mean um, there's, I don't know, Jack, if you're aware of this, there's like a, a subgenre of collecting that collects robot covers from the 50s. Um, oh, yeah. You know that, like, you know, because, you know, that was the, the big thing in the 50s was like robots, you know, yep. and, you know, and th- that was like uh, the big thing. There was like a subgenre of it. But Contact Comics, number one from Aviation Press from 1945. Look at that. All right. Next up, this is uh, you got a good chance on this one. Maybe. I don't know. It's a I, new book. I think there's, there's a chance on this one. You know, I always wanted to be able to say I knew somebody back when and I actually knew this guy. So let's see. Next up, the Department of Truth, number nine, the collector's choice, Chin Potter Banksy Homage, limited to 500, originally published in 2021 from Image Comics. Now, between titles like Something is Killing the Children, Department of Truth, Ha Ha, Ice Cream Man, there are a ton of exclusive retailer variants out there. So much so that it can be immensely difficult to keep up as a collector or know which one you should even invest in. However, with that said, there's always one or a few that rise to the top of the pile that collectors decide they want, and thereby that increases its value significantly. This Banksy homage by artist Chin Potter is this for Department of Truth number nine. 
It recently dried up after collectors bought copy after listed copy, driving the price up to its most recent sale last week of $290 raw. If that's too pricey for you, he also did a Banksy homage for issue number 10, and that one only sells for about 70 bucks. 70 bucks? You guys think of it. Oh, no, big deal. For a comic book, 70 bucks, big deal. First of all, Department (laughs) of Truth is my absolute favorite read right now. Um, My father would have loved this, the whole concept of this book. So I I I can't believe I missed this one. To this very day, Banksy is still anonymous. I don't think anybody, I don't think think he's come out yet. I mean, imagine if they actually got the real artist Banksy to do a comic book cover. (laughs) There are, there's a story that I've heard from a pretty famous British uh, comic book journalist who has said that Banksy apparently under a different pen name, obviously was a comic book artist. Um, So if, if people could ever figure out what, what comic book art he had done, probably again, probably UK releases, but that would certainly be quite the collectible. I imagine in today's market. Oh, it would just be, it would be crazy. I mean, you know, you know, for those who know Banksy, he's kind of a gorilla graffiti artist. Not what you would consider graffiti graffiti, like New York City, you know, subway car graffiti, more like hit and run and people do it there. And now it's considered high end art. And when people see it, but, you know, Banksy, Department of Truth, the collector's choice it keeps on. Whenever time I see collector choice, I think of, of that coffee, the taster's choice, right? I, don't know. I always think about upper deck collector's choice from back. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think of. There's a Absolutely good documentary on somewhere called Exit Through the Gift Shop if you're interested in Banksy-related material. There you go. Very cool. All right. Next up is a very, very interesting book. And, this uh, is that, a uh, great that book. I, it just blows my mind that about this book, actually. I mean, hey, it was a more innocent time back in 1999. <laughs> Elseworlds, 80-page giant, number one. And this is one of our favorite recalled comics ever. And let me tell you why. <laughs> Featuring nine short stories around DC's various characters, the story in question was Letitia Lerner, Superman's Babysitter by Kyle Baker and Elizabeth Glass. The description for it was childcare, the never-ending battle, and features a baby Clark Kent constantly putting himself directly in harm's way while his unknowing babysitter rushes around to save him. One panel shows baby clark climbing into a microwave and the sitter shuts the microwave door turns it on and we see the specific recalled panel of baby clark cooking within the microwave of which he remains in for the rest of the story the dc editor and vp of dc comics paul levitz found the scene too extreme and destroyed the entire print run and reprinted it without the microwave panels come on yeah i know come on it's a gentle time i guess you can't put babies in a in a in a microwave. I don't think it's hinted yeah, but that. It, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, but it's 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 Batman. It's not. Gonna, I know. No, I know. It's Superman. Him. It's super. It's I mean, super. Superman. Baby. Excuse me. Yeah, Batman would definitely die. But he could fly Superman. into the sun. A microwave isn't going to hurt. Him. But why is Superman green in the microwave? But yeah, <laughs> to me that's just absolutely hilarious, though. But to think like the editor was like, "That's too much. We're going to have people throwing their kids, babies, and uh, you know, you know, right? Throw their babies in I microwaves." But another yeah. interesting note is that it's hinted that the Jack-Jack storyline from the first Incredibles film pulled inspiration from this specific short story ah. that actually ended up winning an Eisner Award despite its censored recall, which is pretty cool. With all that said, this week it hit an all-new high 9.8 sale of $950. On a side note, a rare 10.0 sold for about $5,000, 4877 back in June of 2016. And while there's only very rough estimate of around 1,000 copies of this book out there, it's not uncommon to come across the reprint. So make sure to open it up and check out the second story in the book for that microwave scene. You might just get lucky. Look for the microwave babies. Look for the microwave babies. And no, Almighty Liger King, we do not endorse my baby. Uh, my putting your babies in microwave. <laughs> no, no. Okay? Please uh, do, do not, not endorse. Do we that. Do not do that. Uh, <laughs> but you know what's interesting about this is just the cover. Like, look at like Superman's. Look at Superman's sweet hair and the sideburns and uh, Batman's luscious lips. There, I mean, it's just they're just so engaging. I just can't take my eyes off of them. Very luscious. And look at yes. Martian Manhunter rocking out with the guitar yeah. 
Yeah, for those who know S Worlds was was their he attempt at uh, at what if stories, you know, which some hit and some didn't. Uh Speeding Bullets is still my favorite Else Worlds story. Um um that's uh what if uh was is what if Clark Kent became Superman? I, I grew up in Gotham, I believe. I think what it is. Is that what it is? It, it's basically Superman as Batman is the what if or the the Elseworlds uh speeding bullet story. Uh it's great. Okay. There's some good stories. One. And just like the what if stories, they're pretty dark. Um I think recently didn't DC do one where they said Tales of the Dark Elseworlds where they're like these dark uh, stories there tell me in the live chat what they are guys i I've, I've been reading them um they're on the shelves they they came out the last uh, three or four months they're like tales from the whatever uh dark metal side of whatever and they're like alternate stories of what could have happened in the dc comics um and they are really dark um if you think what the original what if stories had dark endings the the, the new dc one tales God damn it. I wish I somebody in the live chat. Come on. I know you guys can do it. Come on. All <laughs> 140, 40 of you guys know what I'm talking about. It's that DC, it's the DC tales of the uh, dark verse or something there like it that. Is. Tales on. from the dark, dark multiverse. There you go. James Kreider hit it. Kreider. Yeah. Well done. Go, if you like, what if elsewhere stories peep out tales from the dark multiverse, it's a, a kind of alternate storytelling of already dark stories that made them even darker. So it, it's pretty interesting. All right. So elseworlds, Good old eighty-page giant issue number one. I wonder what the what was the cover price on this? I'm wondering in 1998 or excuse me, 1999. Eighty pages now will easily cost you ten bucks uh, as a cover price. Oh, um, yeah, it's crazy. All right, up next is uh, a book. A book that uh, Jack's going to tell us a lot about. That uh, he told you about this. You guys about this book. That's God, right. That's pretty. That's a pretty book right there. Well, this is the first time I have ever talked about a book while holding this book in my hand. But nice. we're we're talking about Invincible Number One, the Tyler Kirkham Whatnot Gold Foil variant from Image in 2021. To promote the new selling app Whatnot, Skybound's Comics Vault Live created several very limited Invincible Whatnot exclusives that could only be purchased via 36 limited blind packs during a limited live stream event. Each blind pack had a trade dress and one additional variant. Gold foil, black and white trade, uh, uh, excuse me, black and white virgin or color virgin. Each two uh, plus two recent Skybound books and one buyback hit, which were Skybound keys. Uh, and a raffle for a giveaway for a first print of the walking dead number one cgc 9.6 it's unknown if the print run of each of these books is that low it's not and we'll talk about that um but one of the invincible gold foils hit ebay a few days later and sold for a massive 711 dollars wow. wow some of the That's other really covers good. also sold a virgin uh raw sold for 449 a black and white trade for $275 raw. And there is no black and white trade. The person who put that on eBay uh, won a black and white virgin and they like black and whited their own image to try to do that. Uh, that was very confusing, but there it's a black and white virgin cover um, and a uh, color trade at 250. It'll be interesting to see how these progress. Well, it's All a right, gorgeous well, cover and a cool why don't book. You, uh, so. you have it in your hands right now. I absolutely do. Well, well, let me uh, boom zoom in on that. All right. So what's uh, so uh, what else can you tell us? What is, uh, when you were talking about the uh, the print run? What what is the actual print runs? Because I know you cl work closely with whatnot. That's right. Uh, yeah, and also, I look on the back cover. Uh, that that's the maybe the most exciting part is this back cover. Nemesis Prime, of course. Ooh, uh, shout four, out to Nemesis Prime. What? We got two two things, on, man. Here. That's awesome. Yep. He's Our a mover man, and a shaker uh, on uh, whatnot, absolutely. For sure. So yeah. yeah, so the the trade dress variant, this this copy right here, the the color trade dress, uh, is print uh, limited to fifteen hundred copies. Uh, the virgin uh, color version is limited to a thousand copies. The black and white version is limited to 500 copies and the foil version is limited to 150 copies the 36 pack pack break was the initial way of releasing these variants and we teamed up with comics vault live and big clutch sean kirkham from skybound uh to do that 
uh, it was in celebration of 10 years of Skybound. So it really it felt natural to team up with them to do that. Uh, there will be other events and opportunities for people to get their hands on these books. Uh, the next one will be a week from this Saturday. We'll be making some announcements soon, uh, but it, you'll be able to get them directly from Tyler Kirkham, as well as an opportunity to get your hands on the original art for this variant. Mm, um, right. What did the packs cost? What did these packs they were cost? They were auctioned off starting at a dollar in a one-minute auctions. So the okay, pack, so what was the lowest... The lowest the one went for, one. I want to say, was in the high 400s. Um, the oh, highest okay. the highest uh, price paid was 1500 Um So then they ran oh, all okay. up. And, and then they opened them live right there? Yeah, they like opened live pack just, break? Like, yeah, just like a sports card pack got. break. Wow. That's cool. That's, That's a cool, cool idea. Yeah. That's dope. I love that idea. Somebody, pull, somebody pulled a first print Invincible number one. Somebody nice. pulled a Larry's variant Invincible number How one. How many books were in it? Uh, each pack had five books. Uh, so yeah, so like so like Matt described, you got two exclusive variants. One was the trade dress. One was a mystery. Uh, you got uh, two recent Sky um, books. So these would probably be books that were released in the last three months. Um, okay. usually, so and then the chases in within that were incentives. There were some incentive mm -hmm. variants that would mix in about one in every four packs. Um, and then the big hit, dollar. right? And the big hit, and <laughs> I'll be honest, we didn't, we didn't anticipate <laughs> that they would go for that much. Uh, we didn't anticipate, but it, it, we, as soon as we announced the variant, we saw the popularity that the cover had. We knew yeah, that the dope cover, be, yeah, yeah, it was going to be a big thing. And the exciting thing is that I've never, I've never talked about this before. We haven't announced it, um, but this is the first in a series. There are going to be more. Oh, that sounded like a cannonball. You know, there, there are there are more Tyler Kirkham uh, Invincible exclusives coming. Uh, we, we have some more to announce. And of course, we want to hit all of the like the big first appearances. So, you know, the folks of Skybound pretty well, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can say are we getting? Good. Can you tell us uh, when we're getting a firepower animated series or live action? Because uh, oh, I, I, I would say TBD. Yeah, for sure. That I is, uh, see. I'm telling you, anything Kirkman does, a firepower right now with martial arts being at the height as it is, firepower is Kirkham's little, uh, I guess, his his run, his his kind of take on Iron Fist. But uh, I've been getting that. That has an interesting first edition appearance, too. Like, the first edition uh, appearance is like in a trade or something like that. They were re, uh, re, re, they released it before issue number one came out. But congratulations to Nemesis Prime for appearing on a back cover. I think they put like all the <laughs> the people who sold just was it just comic book people or or yeah, or yeah, is it yeah. card people? Yeah, it was anyone who had sold a comic book up until the production of this book. Um, so there's 145 sellers who get to share in this exclusive with us. We're sending them free copies. Um, and so, like, we really wanted to kind of, like, shout out the sellers who are building the community. All right. So Justin's going to get one then, right? Nemesis Prime going to get one? Absolutely. There you go. Nemesis Prime checks in the mail. So <laughs> in Invincible <laughs> number one, the, the Tucker, Tyler Kirkham whatnot gold foil reprint. Love me gold foil. And this cover is just badass. And I'll tell you, the, the, red, really the red blood is also foil. And you oh. have to see it in person to truly, truly appreciate it. Wow. I, everyone's talking about the gold foil. It's the red foil to me that sets that cover off. Oh, man. Can't wait for Invincible Season 2, man. I just thoroughly so enjoyed good. the yeah, hell out of Invincible. Awesome. Uh, how violent it was. I mean, the story Unexpectedly violent for yeah. me. I and just top-notch voice actors, too, up and down the line. I mean, it was incredible. I really enjoyed it. Can't wait to – I hope they just do multiple seasons because the, the Invincible series goes on for a long time, and it goes through all kinds of crazy stories. If you think it's – just wait till they really start going the more, like, cosmic-level storytelling and stuff. Um What about Seth Rogen with the one-eyed guy? The What was that? What was his name? The, Al um, Alien. Yep. That was hilarious, as Seth Rogen, man. But there you go. Well, and don't forget, Seth Rogen is going to be producing the live-action Invincible movie as well. So that that, that really, to me, is just uh, him kind of getting his practice in. Oh, when it goes live-action, forget about it. This book is already expensive. Forget about it. All right, Invincible number one, the Tyler Kirkham whatnot gold foil uh, reprint. First appearance of Nemesis Prime in print. <laughs> there uh, you go. You like that. All right. Amazing. What do we got up next? All right. All right, before we get to number six, everybody in the chat, if you're having a good time, go ahead and take a moment and hit that thumbs up bell, my damn kids, sorry. All right, next up, we I got thought you meant that bell on purpose. I was yeah, like, it made it so Yeah, it worked. <laughs> that was perfect timing, right? 
and I don't even want to tell you what's at the door. It's my 10 year old daughter's first boy coming over. Oh, oh shit. Go get the shotgun ready. We'll wait. Go ahead and just see, you got to time this. So when they come over, you just pretend like you're cleaning your shotgun while they walk in. Hey, how you doing, son? Yeah. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, man. All right. Where was I? Meta Zoo number one, originally published in 2021 from Cryptid Nation. With the massive resurgence of Pokemon trading cards over the past several years, the original Series 1 Pokemon cards are now extremely valuable. Even today's cards can command hefty prices if you pull a rare hollow foil. With the success of Pokemon, can a new card series that feels like Pokemon come in and start their own collecting card game on Kickstarter? Yep. That's exactly I think it's Pokemon. What did. You don't you Pokemon. don't want the you don't want the Pokemon oh, folks getting mad Pokemon, at you. So sorry. Pokemon. There you Pokemon, go. sorry. Pokemon is a totally different thing. Anyway. I know. I'm gonna totally get butchered for that one. But that's exactly what MetaZoo did. Per the Kickstarter, MetaZoo is a trading card game about cryptids with Bigfoot, Mothman, Slide Rock Bolter, Indrid Cold, and the Flatwoods Monster. It's already catching on and a huge success in its own right with Tops picking up the rights to officially produce the card series, set to release on September 30th. In addition to the cards, the creators released two issues plus a second print for each, limited to a thousand copies. This MetaZoo number one sold a raw copy this week for $400, though the highest was $500 back in August. Now there's definitely some heat behind this new card game. With an official Tops release, these prices could seem like a deal if the game catches on with its upcoming worldwide distribution. Man, Another card game. I just feel super old when you said all that stuff. I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> it was, it was like, definitely all Greek to me. Yeah. All I know is I, I understood Big, Bigfoot. I get I got Bigfoot. So this yeah. one I actually am, am really familiar with because in my day job we deal with a lot of MetaZoo. Uh, MetaZoo has really super exploded in the last few months in the trading card game space. Uh, and recently, Wait, okay, so for, for the novice, explain to me what MetaZoo is. MetaZoo is essentially another universe. Uh, it, the Pokemon comparison is really is a strong one. It's essentially a, a trading card game similar to Magic the Gathering or Pokemon, but it's just an entirely new universe that was introduced on Kickstarter. And like a lot of comics that have taken off on, on Kickstarter, uh, it, it really kind of launched large people who got in on it early saw returns on original retail boxes that were in like the 200s went all the way up into the 7000 range. Wow. So it, it, yeah. it truly, truly exploded. They are going to have a big presence at New York Comic Con. Um, they are actually going to be at the whatnot booth. They have a little pavilion there um, and they will be selling the original first edition product at original MSRP. Uh, you have to like go get oh, a ticket to get in, but it's it. gonna be it's gonna be an absolute pun intended zoo. Um, so yeah. it, it, this really is something to pay attention to. I think that just watching the behavior with the trading card public, they are all over this property. And I only recently learned that these comics existed, uh, and that the demand for this is real. So I would say to anybody who's maybe like thinks like, oh man, this is this is. I don't have any idea what this is. Just don't sleep on it. If you have an yeah. opportunity, if you just see MetaZoo, just buy it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 on fire. But be, also be careful. There's a second print that looks exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon is uh, worldwide. I thought it died off, but it's still going strong. I remember driving home, and I, there's a park by my house that apparently was one of those. Pokemon, whatever, you know, I don't know what they call hubs or whatever. So I would like 10 o'clock at night, there'd be like a group of 15 people just all gathered around with their phones. I was like, what the hell are they doing? I was walking my dog and I was like, they're playing Pokemon. You know, I was going to be a Karen and call the cops on them. But I said, you know what? They're doing Pokemon. Let me let them be, you know, as long as they're not hurting anybody. But here's how I know it's so popular. My 56 year old uh, ex-brother-in-law plays Pokemon. To the point where he went to a Pokemon convention. That's how hooked wow. he is on it. Well, it's better than, you know, his old game, football, football gambling <laughs> habit he had, I guess. You know, so <laughs> MetaZoo number one from January 1st, 2021. I'm telling you, kids, the anything that's brand new to comics that already has a huge collector base, just get it. Just just if if you know something like, you know, like to me, not right now is the perfect time 
for a Dungeons and Dragons comic book. I think they made one, but because um, you know, I know they came out with a new uh, a new Dungeon Master guide for Dungeons and Dragons. There hasn't really been a really good Dungeons and Dragons adaptation, right? It kind of died down because of all these other cards, but there's a lot of a lot of old school cats that still get down with the D and D, right? With the Dungeon Master rules and whatnot. I, I think done right, you know. Um, you D&D, know, and yeah, I, D&D had a little resurgence recently as well. Yeah. Because I mean, now you can do it online, right? Because now, especially over Zoom, you have your Dungeon Master and you can have people do it. I, I think I've seen uh, the Comic Core do it, uh, you know, but you have to have a good Dungeon Master. The key to any of these games 100%. is a good Dungeon Master. Good Dungeon man. Master. got to have a good Dungeon Master, just like anything in life. If you have a dungeon, have a good master for it. <laughs> All right, so MetaZoo, number one, from January 1st, 2020, uh, 2021, for $387. I have a feeling this is going to go up in price. Oh, All yeah. right, next up is a good chance to get one on the board, boys All and right, girls. here we go. Moon Knight number one. This is the Scotty Young variant from 2014. While Scotty Young baby covers were pretty prevalent for several years in 2014, it was at its height and Scotty and Scotty Young, a household name for comic collectors. While the focus on rare covers go to early issues, this Moon Knight number one is officially now the most expensive with this week's huge sale of $675 for a CGC 9.8. So why the high price, you may ask? Well, Marvel had some tough incentive requirements to get this. In order for a store to be eligible to order a copy, they had to exceed 200% of their orders for Daredevil number 31. Mm-hmm. Once they met that, this variant was order all you want. At this point, most stores had seen plenty of the baby cover, nor did they need two times the amount of Daredevil books sitting in their shelves. Especially Daredevil 31, yeah, right? exactly. Right. Um, with that, this instantly became a hard-to-find variant. I actually need to go and dig in. I have used to get I a lot of those, Scotty. I, I, I have it. Um, because especially, it's it's not only that. It's also because anything Moon Knight right now is hot. Any of the Moon Knight covers, this plat stuff is getting really hot on the Moon Knight stuff. Just wait till the trailer drops, boys and girls. It's going to be crazy. Uh, there's also... I remember one of my first posts on Instagram in 2000 and was it 14? Well, I started on 2012, but one of my first comics I posted was a Scotty Young Avengers. Uh, and it was a, uh, it was all baby Avengers. And I was like, look at the Scotty Young. And famously, I think the I think when he really was like saying, you know, I don't just do, you know, kids comics when he did fuck fairyland. Remember that one? That was Great. the Scotty Young fuck fairyland. It was uh, like a little cute kid yep. with a middle finger. Uh, yep. you know, so, so there well, you go. There was two. It was one was I hate fairyland. And then there oh, was yeah. the more adult, fuck fairyland but it was the yeah. same story exactly yeah so moon knight number one the scotty young variant yeah scotty young kind of saturated the market with this stuff kind of like uh you know archer when he came onto the scene oh his it's, rocket it's raccoon storyline is <laughs> so much fun to read i don't know yeah i mean now I, he's, i'm a he's, fan he, yeah now he's you know he went from artist to writer so now he does both you know he's in that category of uh writers uh arter writist uh what did i say writist oh i just coined a new phrase writist a person who writes and does art there you go Ooh. moon knight number one the scotty young variant from 2014 all right what do we got up next we're talking again about some manga action coming into the comic space because we're talking about My Hero Academia number one, San Diego Comic Con 2018 variant from Viz Media in 2015. During the 2018 San Diego Comic Con, if you stop by the Viz Media booth, then you would have been able to pick up one of these variants for My Hero Academia number one for $10. With the live action film announced, to be in development with Legendary Pictures. The free comic book day flip book edition with One Punch Man took off on its own. While the print run for the first issue of My Hero Academia is massive, this variant may have the most potential. One collector thought so after grabbing a copy for a new high sale of $260. Wow. We see more and more of these kind of anime that bleed over into what we would consider traditional media i mean i mean obviously the you know manga comics similar but i mean especially now i mean if we talked about at the beginning of the show look at star wars visions right uh really hardcore anime i mean anime has built been hot for a while doing dragon ball z one punch man uh if you think about all those things and then netflix has a huge library of of anime that they do i'm not so keen on the cgi has country role 
Yeah, I, I'm not so keen on the CGI, uh, although the my final fan the Final Fantasy stuff is pretty cool. But I dig the two D uh, the traditional two D animation of of anime, uh, and you know, yeah. uh, and I think we were it was on a Comic Con podcast earlier. They were a- asking about Macross, and I think Macross is the is the book that will pop when it finally gets announced or do you see the trailer. I know it's been in development for like forever now, but Macross is the 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 one from our generation, right? And when uh, it was like a, it wasn't a Saturday morning cartoon. It was one of those cartoons you watch when you came home from school. It was it came yeah. on at like three p.m. Uh, Macross, but you know here in the in the states they call it Robotech. Um, and I think that would just see. I don't remember watching that. I remember something called Transor Z. Transor Z, Mazinger yeah. Z, uh, Captain Harlock, uh, uh, Trailblazers, which is Space Battleship Yamato. I mean, all those. I was down for it, man. And that was at the same time when you watched G.I. Joe and Transformers, which yep. was also an yep. afternoon cartoon. And they used to have those. And, and nowadays, I don't know where you can find that stuff. You don't, you kids, uh, I guess online. Uh, I was just watching my niece over the weekend. And I was like, what do you watch? She goes, I don't watch shows. They're, I don't watch movies. They're too long. Like, what do you watch? Netflix. I go, oh, okay. God, you're so snooty on me, man. <laughs> I was like, oh. Ask a kid what channel that's on. Yeah. They'll be like, what What do you mean channel? Exactly. They just go, they have their Netflix and they have their favorites. So there you go. So My Hero Academia, number one, the San Diego Comic-Con 2018 variant from 2000. And didn't they announce a My Hero Academia live action? Um, I want to say I heard something about a director. I could be wrong. You know what? Every now and then, my theater has these weird showings of movie. And that remember Death Note, which was yeah, uh, yeah. remember I remember they had Death Note on the big screen, and they, every now and then they show these kind of weird things, and a lot of young kids go see it. And I just feel like, what are you guys watching? I have no idea what it is, but you know, I'm the get off my lawn now guy, <laughs> guy, guy. I guess so. All right, what do we got up next? All right, next up uh, we've got. Thor, God of Thunder, issue number two, the Daniel Acuna, one in 50, originally published in 2012 from Marvel Comics and with production completed on Love and Thunder, we're getting closer and closer to finally seeing Christian Bale in his full gore, the God Butcher glory. Even without that glimpse of the character in action, this variant of Gore's, Gore's first appearance is already an expensive book. While there are several very high-priced copies sitting on eBay. We rarely see sales or any new copies come to the market. Well, one of those pricey copies finally sold this week at a new high of $1,800. It'll be interesting to see what this book can do when a trailer finally arrives. You know what people say, until you actually see the character, you don't believe it, but it's coming. And will he be on his Pegasus? Come on, let's bring more Pegasus into the movies. I love no. it. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, when this movie comes out and we physically see Christian Bell, who I'm shocked, I mean, a, a big name like that, do you think Gore the God Butcher is going to be a multiple movie kind of character? I no, we'll see. I mean, don't. they've had some pretty big act. I mean, you think about the guy who played Red Skull, right? I mean, he kind of appeared twice. Um, so, but, you know, who knows how they bring because. They would have to tell it over, I would properly tell Gore the, the, the God Butcher storyline, you know, over three films where he just killed all the different gods of Pantheon. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, you know, I mean, this that one was definitely happened in the first 10 minutes of this movie, Tivo. Yeah. What you talking about? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we shall see, man. But this is a dope cover. I love this. I mean, cover. do you think they're going to go and do all like the old Thor, young Thor? and present thor and all that shit too well that's no? a different story than really that's after gore okay. the, uh the god butcher storyline but i mean they have zeus who's played by what's his name so i mean that that shows you right there if they have zeus that means hercules is right around the corner yeah right? hercules has gotta come yeah. Hercules, gotta hercules, hercules yeah maybe hercules like you know i need to get revenge on you know you killing my father zeus you know you know poor russell crowe he gets killed as superman's dad and <laughs> now he's gonna get killed as zeus <laughs> just say Damn. all right so last one on the list boys and girls so Here thor go. got a thunder issue number two and the last one this what do we is x23 number one the marco jerjevic one in 75 from 2010 and for years this book's variants little sister the Gabriel de Otto, one in 25, was the more valuable mm. variant, despite the lower incentive ratio. But Gabriel de Otto was, I mean, there was a time where he was the artist with a 9.8 market value of $1,110 for raw. 
And $2,600 for a 9.8, it was a tough one to beat. However, this one in 75 has been climbing for a while and officially just surpassed that one in 25 with a new high sale of $3,000 for a CGC 9.8. I still like the other one better. <laughs> the rarity of it is you rarely see one in 75s anymore. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, you see one in 25, one in 10 is, you know, one in 50, one in 100, but one in 75 is like, what? I, I, I'm trying to recall. I mean, in the live chat, people can remember when the last time a one in 75 came out, but typically it's like one in 50. Really rare is like one in 100. And then you have the weird mm-hmm. one per store variants, but one in 75 just seems like a, uh, 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 you know, a, a rarity nowadays. So uh, shout out to everybody who had a mighty goose egg on here. Unless oh, you had a clean yeah. sweep over egg. there. So uh, let's go see what's shaking today, boys and girls. As but before we, we do that, some... let's go and look at that Contact Comics number 12. Yeah, I, I want to see, see that, that sci-fi, sci-fi from book. 1945. Yeah. We wish. Was it 45 or 46? Hey, come on, man. That's craziness. Hey, that old doesn't matter anymore. All right, so let uh, me look at what it Contact was Comics first. 12, I believe. All right, so it was the aviation one. Yeah. Another great crowd in the chat tonight. Thanks for joining us, everybody. If you enjoyed our list tonight, make sure you hit that thumbs up. We do really do appreciate it. All right, so let me share the screen. Let's go see what's shaking the day, boys and girls, and we will look up that book that Ryan was talking about. Did you say McCaffrey's out? Uh Uh-oh, Christian McCaffrey went out? Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Not good for you uh, fantasy players. Fantasy guys right. are just like. Sorry, Bleh. before we get to the shakers, uh, what do you? What's the name of it? Contact Comics, number twelve. So put it in there. Number twelve. L B. Oh, there it is. Look at that. Oh, that Look is super. That I like that. That is very Art Nouveau. Okay, yes. that is Nouveau. Yeah, or definitely. Is that right? See, that am am nice I? Can there. I? Am I sure. describing that correctly? You can describe it all you want, man. That's the way I want to say it. Or is it, it pop art? Cool, I don't know. Man. That's cool. That's cool. I like it. Uh, Very uh, special. Uh, Jules Verne kind of Oof. style. Oh. Yep. <laughs> 63,000 for a 9.6 uh, from June of 2001. A 9 point, hold on. A 9.6 from 1946 9.6. is pretty impressive. That is very And impressive. that just recently sold June of, of this year. I mean, yeah. I wonder if that was found in a box in an old comic shop or something. Wow. Bought off the shelf wow. at 9.6. Wow, that's crazy. That is amazing. So uh, let's see what's shaking the day, it's boys Echo, and girls. Not nouveau. Here you Here's go. the regular uh, uh, shout out to a man, uh, Justin, who pointed this out. Um, the There's an error on this cover. Um, the needle what? arms are backwards. Uh, apparently, Raza didn't really see how a turntable works. The needle <laughs> arms should be facing the other way uh, when they, they print it in the battle mode. Close, but you know they're not truly twelve hundreds either. But anyway, it's a it's a still dope cover. Um, <laughs> you gotta be nitpicking that. And um, <laughs> let's just say there'll be more coming. I can't tell you from whom or where. But let's just say I know some people that are doing some stuff with it. No guy, uh, all American. Oh, I can already yeah. see the one I want to start with. All right, there we go. Yeah, it's gotta be right there. Alan Scott Green Lantern. Yes. First parents oh. of the Golden Age Adam. Raw for sixty eight hundred. Not bad at all, actually. Yeah, for first uh, golden age appearance. <laughs> it's funny that a all powerful cosmic being like the Green Lantern has to punch a guy with a knife. <laughs> Did you know like... that this iteration of Green Lantern's weakness was wood? No wood? Way. Really? Wood. Yeah. Green, wood. So Alan Scott sure. Green Lantern, you could just throw a piece of wood at him. So you can do anything. No, you can beat him with a baseball bat, is what you're telling me. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, here we look at this. Look so, at you flexing. Look at you flexing. Two, one, two. Uh, so sorry, you can you beat know. Green. You can beat uh, Hal Jordan and Alan Scott with a number two pencil. There you go. <laughs> uh, so this Transformers book, I mean, this has been blowing up. Before li- this wasn't even a dollar bin book. This was like a fifty cent, twenty five cent. You could buy the entire series for a dollar, basically a four issue miniseries. But now, first appearance of Autobots and Decepticons, twenty one hundred for a nine point eight, September twenty second. Lifts all boats. This is anticipation of the new, uh, you know, supposedly. Uh, cinematic universe that combines Transformers, G.I. Joe, Mask, and all those characters. So, uh, you know, there's definitely people buying them up for a reason. Um, Master Kung Fu back on here. I wanted to show mine on here. This is cool. This is the Venom Lethal Protector Gold Edition. 
gold. Yeah, look at that. 1500 wow. for 9.8. Man, I remember this lethal protector was couldn't get rid of it. I tried to sell it. Nobody wanted to buy it. This was way before like they were yeah. announcing like Venom was coming. Ooh, ah, Casper I, and Diary What Secret. the hell is that, cool We had a teenage Diary... Da- I thought it was Dairy Secrets because they were in the bond. <laughs> yeah, remember? Like, right, you know, right. I remember? You know, I'm a little <laughs> dyslexic, so I was like, Dairy Secrets? Teenage Diary Secrets. I played Kiss and Run. Ooh, oh, how, how? Risque. Young I Marilyn Monroe. That is Marilyn Monroe, boys that, and girls. What? Yep. All right, I mean, now that that's is, dope, man. Wow. That's before I, I she moved to Hollywood cool and dyed her hair blonde. Yeah. She was she's not a true blonde. So this is the a young Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, so what Marilyn was her name Monroe. before Marilyn Monroe? Uh, Norma Jean something. So that's Norma Jean right there. Yeah, I think it is. Norma Come Jean, on, so Chad. Sure that's good knowledge right there. What do you good say? stuff. Yeah, Norma Jean something I believe is is her uh, real name before she changed it to Marilyn Monroe. Uh oh. Bondage cover, Wonder Woman. You know, I just watched the uh, Dr. Marston and the Wonder Woman movie on freaky, HBO Max. Right? It was yeah. really actually very good. I mean, I really liked it. Yeah, freaky, but very, very cool. Wonder Woman 24. If you didn't know, Marsden actually kind of created the first um, lie detector, which yeah. is kind of ironic since the magic lasso makes you tell the truth, right? That's right, yeah. Uh, so this is issue 20. Damn, 24 issues in already, and it was 1947. That's how old these are, from uh, $1,000 for a 6.5. Seems so reasonable. Seems pretty cheap to me. Pretty cheap to me. Yeah. Kazar has been moving up. There we go. We've been talking about this for a while now. This is another Grendel book. This is Grendel number one, not the first appearance of Grendel, but maybe his first uh, ongoing solo. Second appearance and origin of Grendel. Uh, First appearance is in, I believe, in Comico. Uh, The actual book is called Comico, something Comico presents or whatnot. But uh, if you didn't know, uh, Grendel's getting optioned, I do believe, for Netflix. Uh, Graded 9.4, sold for $9,800. Oh, some Grendel action. Man, I would love to see if we can confirm Six Face Comics comment that that would be the first bondage cover in that Wonder Woman from 1947. I think there's quite possibly. I mean, because all the other ones I mean, predate. Yeah, there's. I have know, some. 47. But, uh, it's got to be close to being one of the earliest. Yeah. Oh, look at. See, I love these old books. Target Damn. Comics. From Look at the that. Hell? Featuring the Cadet. And he's got a target on his chest. Volume five, number two. Wow. There's been five volumes of the target. From from 1952, $572 for a raw comic. I wonder what uh, grade it was. Uh, But man, you just don't see these, right? I mean, look at this. I mean, even the picture, I mean, when we can't even find a good picture of it, you know, it's, it's super rare. Right. Um, Oh my God. This reminds me of my, my, uh, this reminds me of the 90s when I used to comic shop. Uh, believe it or not, Strangers in Paradise uh, by Terry Moore was one of the most critically acclaimed comics from uh, Antarctic Press that, when it came out. Uh, first appearance mm-hmm. of Strangers in Paradise, 450 for a raw comic. This was a big thing in, 19, in the 90s, Strangers in Paradise. And he was a, a writist super- for this book. A writist. Very good. Thank you for, uh, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to coin that phrase. The phrase, the writist. That's twice we There we go. Um, Psylocke, let's look at this. Now, this is cool. Wraparound cover. Wow, I dig this one. All right, I need this. And I don't need this. This is looks like Psylocke versus the hand. Pause the show. eBay must be open. Uh, Psylocke issue number one, the second print, 375. This is the one that everybody gets, right? This is the uh, the Blue Delicious cover here. This is the one that everybody really likes, but yo, this wraparound cover, this is this is this is sick. Uh, who is the artist on here? I can't tell. But look at the bloody head down here at the bottom. Man, that is gnarly. It's a second printing. Yeah, second print. And it's how often do you see your second print wraparound cover? Here you go, Ryan. Oh. The Batman Forever yeah, official comic book adaptation of Warner Brothers. Now we know we've lost it when people are buying the comic book Lord. adaptions of absolutely horrible films. Uh, <laughs> horrible films. This one wasn't horrible. horrible. The Batman this and Robin was horrible. was horrible. The one with, with well, uh, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger, yeah. I physically walked out of the theater. This one was okay. Jim Carrey as the Riddler was actually pretty good, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. So this is the official uh, comic book adaptation from Warner Brothers. Uh, $400. Look at that. This is Val but Kilmer's the 35-year-old Robin didn't do it for me at all. <laughs> was he too old for you? Yes. 
<laughs> just a tad bit too old. Yes. Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh, Gotta have cool. the romance comics on here. Forbidden, Forbidden love. Forbidden love. Forbidden love. In this Small issue, heartbreak. heartbreak road, man not for sale, no greater than love, bright lights of romance, the smoldering secrets of sultry sirens. Say that five times fast. Yes. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the new channel by the smoldering secrets of sultry Stan sirens. Stan Lee must have uh, written this one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, $320 for rock quality comics from 1950, which is another cool photo, uh, realistic, uh, somebody modeled for this. That's still pretty cool, man. Um, wow. Here we go. Pep comics, man. I'm down with that. Two, $300, not first appearance of Archie, but still cool. If you can find a pep comics anywhere. Oh my God. Here we go. I hope my man Gabe is in the live chat from nine Gabe's of nineties comics. Listen, Stormwatch action. Image from 1998. Homage, it looks like. First wow. appearance of Midnighter and Apollo. Arguably oh, the that's first. Midnighter and Apollo. That's that's not Batman and Superman. Oh okay. no, this is the first openly gay <laughs> superhero couple. Um, I'm trying to think of oh. anybody before that, but it's definitely an homage to uh, you know the Dark Knight cover. Uh, but this is Midnighter and Apollo, who in 1998. I'm trying to remember if there was another superhero couple of same gender. I, I wonder if this has got to be it, but it, I remember it was the thing back then, you know, you know, oh, that he's gay, but the funny thing about Midnighter, he was gay, but he was probably one of the most badass characters in the image universe, right? He was, it was a uber it's violent character. Violent. Yeah. 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 Uber, uber violent characters. It's a damn shame that they didn't make more Stormwatch books. I love Stormwatch and all the, those weird uh, image titles that came out. Um, oh, here's one. Last one since it's seven o'clock. But this, right? this is the Edge of Spider Verse number five. First appearance of Spider slash slash R and Penny Parker. Spider is the name of the robot. Uh, a two fifty for a nine point eight. But that cover is definitely an homage to like uh, anime mecha that we've been uh, talking about. Um, I love the the way even the way it's like uh, computer coded language. If Comic Book Human is in the live chat, he can decode it for us with his uh, <laughs> stuff. But us, pretty cool shakers list, boys and girls. So uh, there, we have kept you a captive audience for uh, long enough. Um, yes, Cheers to everyone who stuck through that. Yeah, that was some pretty cool stuff, man. So uh, yeah, I think that's it. So shout out to everybody. Make sure you guys thumbs up this video if you like what you see. Dark Side any last words. Thanks for joining us. As always, Thursday nights rock. Um, looking forward to seeing what's on the next list. I love this. Is definitely I may be a little biased here, but this is definitely my favorite list of the week for sure. The best on top YouTube 10 on a Thursday at six, 6 p.m. Pacific, easily. <laughs> JB, any last words? You know, shout out to the live chat. If you're watching us on the replay, thanks for checking us out and. I'm coming back soon. Wife's going back to work here in the middle of October, awesome. and I'm going to be coming back, back giving you the work. update on all that money well. I spent and uh, how how I was shocked at all the fees that I'm paying. I'm going to have to go check out my slabs over here because the fees are. It is. So, it thanks is. for joining us tonight. I appreciate you. And uh, don't forget, man, we had a good time. All right, Jack, any last words? You're muted. You're on mute, brother. Shout out to Matt DeVoe for including my my baby here on the list, and uh, let us <laughs> let us know uh, let us know in the comment section uh, if we need to do a little giveaway, maybe a little channel giveaway, and uh, give oh, some of these right. bad boys out to some of the listeners out there. Tune in next Thursday, and uh, it'll be Dealer's Choice. Jack will ask the trivia question, and uh, you'll have to answer it, and Jack will give away whatever he can. That's a seven hundred dollar and eleven seven hundred dollar book raw guys. That is the invincible gold foil. Okay, so uh, we want to reward you as our fo- or our uh, you know our cool cool viewers. Uh, all the giveaway stuff I'll be shipping out sporadically throughout this week. Appreciate everybody getting us to seven thousand subs. We're pushing up to seventy two hundred subs now. So awesome. we're getting there, boys and girls. So uh, until next time, boys and girls. Keep digging in them long boxes and have a great weekend. I will see you Sunday for Letters of the Long Box with my man, Mikey Sutton. I'm going to drop some scoops, cannonballs, and bombs on you, okay? So until <laughs> next time, see you Sunday around 5 p.m. Pacific. Peace out, everybody. Now let's do this. Rewind, select town. Come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Yep, 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 yep.
bondage. In this, you shall know that the Lord Fight injustice to right that which is wrong and to serve all mankind.